I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, it is episode 33 because we've said it wrong, wrong before. All right. Do you get tweets about that? No. Oh, that's right. No, no. I just <laughs> forgive you. <laughs> Give us. Do you want to do the intro? Not really. Okay. Do you want to do it? Are we rolling? I think yeah. I'll, I'll oh. actually, go on. Go on. I'll do it. Hello, listeners of Lower Your Expectations. This is episode 33. This is your co-host, Matt Viney, and I'm joined by Marcus Butler. How are you doing? I'm good, Matt. That yeah. was a good intro. Thank you. For you. It's just short, just keeping it keeping it real. Short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to over-egg it or anything like that. You look very calm at the I moment. was about to say, I've never heard your voice sounding that calm. You're very soft in that your That ASMR. <laughs> This is going to be a wonderful episode. Well, yeah, it's a bit We're creepy. Gonna... <laughs> can, you just, can you go back to, go back to yeah, normal? There you go. Hello. There. <laughs> That's normal. And your eyes as well. You're doing that thing with your eyes where you just glare at me. <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, really good. Thanks. We were just chatting. Something amazing happened on the tube. Yesterday. I don't think anyone's going to agree that this is amazing. It's amazing. Oh, how, well, let, I, I let's don't know go. how it happened. So, but... <laughs> Central Line, six o'clock from Tottenham Court Station. AM? No, no, no. PM. Oh. PM. And if you've got that route, if you've done it, you know it How is, busy it is packed. I had to let <laughs> two trains go before I could get on. And I was on the very end at the last carriage. Aww. So very, very busy. So I managed to force myself on. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm on. This isn't nice because I was carrying, like, I had a load of bags and stuff. And everyone's constant. What do I notice? There's a wasp in the <laughs> carriage. Everyone's freaking out. Like, everyone's, well, actually, I think I was the only one freaking out. No one else was like, bothered. was it near you? Yeah. No, genuinely. I mean, I didn't hear it buzz. It wasn't that close, but near me. Was it, did it sting anyone? Not that I know of, but I don't understand how people act so coolly. It's like when you're having no, lunch outside can't, I can't. and a wasp is yeah, just buzzing I'm around like you've got orange juice. I'm gone. I'm literally <laughs> gone. <laughs> so yeah, what would you do in that situation if you were me yesterday? Would you, I tried to get I, off the carriage, but I, I had to get back on it. Do you know what? If it came near me... I would, the first thing I think is to just crouch onto the floor. So I just think that it would like stay in the air and not come down to me. I don't know. What else could I do? I'd freak out. Because you know, I have a massive phobia yeah. of bees and wasps. Like it's spiders, snakes, anything. And I'm fine. I think kind of, you've never been stung, have you? Yeah, loads. Oh, oh you have. Oh, that's I, weird then. So yeah, why? Because I haven't. It's and nothing, that's why it's I'm nothing to do with the, them stinging me. It's just the, the animal itself it gives me the shivers. Oh, because they're all like. Have you like, ever seen what? what the hell was <laughs> that? Like what? Have you ever seen The Fly? What? The Fly. It's an amazing I think, film. No, I don't want to. You it's, should watch it. It's I think honestly the sound effect, the sound effect, the sound is the biggest thing. Watch for me. The Fly. No. The, you might get over your phobia. Dude, when I've watched that Brave Wilderness guy put 3000 bees on his face. Ooh. Does that freak you out? Yes. He's got like <laughs> fucking bees crawling up his nose. You know, because you've said this on the internet that whenever you do a game show, you're going to have to do that, aren't you? I was, do you know how apparent, I actually think, so when we did release the hounds, we had to fill out this thing and it was like, you had to say one, your biggest fear, like genuinely in terms of did things you- Did you not you, say it? I said bees. 
Because I was like, I'm going to say this. Because I said to Gleam, I was like, should I say this in terms of, I hope they don't do this or will I do this? And then they'll make it part of the show. And I was like, I think they won't do it because people in those scenarios might just freak out and not do well, it. Like then, if I had to go into a, a room of bees, I, I think I would not be able to do it. Even if you're in a bee suit, so it can't touch you. Still think I'd freak the sound. I think I'd So all they would need to do is like have it in like tweezers and put it next to your ear, just buzzing. Oh my God. With that, that could, gone. <laughs> even if you had a bee in tweezers and told me to like stroke it, I couldn't do that. <laughs> my brother did something really funny. He was going in the attic and when he sat down, he sat on a bee, a dead bee, and it stung him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful, isn't it? <laughs> it was quite bad. In Berlin the other day, we were going to the Holocaust Museum. I mean, we were there. We were waiting, sort of. That's not right. a good area for a freak out. So oh, we were very God. sunny. We were sat there eating just before going in, like sat li- literally like by the stairs. So where you go down, yeah, yeah B literally was buzzing around my head. So I jumped up and ran away. Honestly, just left <laughs> Steffi sat there. I had to run away the other day as well. <laughs> you, it's like the most emas- demasculating I thing you I honestly ever don't do. care though. I don't, do not care. People can laugh at me all they want, but I'm... Because we were at um, Babri Rings, it was like an outside bit that's like nice. Um, yeah, but and I, it was following me. I swear, I ran and it was still. I could still hear it. I hate that the most when you know it's following you. I didn't know you're that scared of them. See, they're not like, as bad as you. I'm nowhere near as bad as you, but I don't like them because I've never been stung. I no. I don't know what that's like. That's a great more Marcus video. Let's get let you get stung for a more Marcus video. It's a brave wilderness video, isn't it? Being stung guys, for if the you first think we time. should do that, get in touch. Well, you know that's never going to happen. A lot well, of people you, you are not even going to be able to do it. Yeah, we'll get a beekeeper. You would in or literally something. have to do. We'll that. collab with Brave Wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> what does Steffi think about it when you're scared of bees? Does she think it's funny? Yeah, she thinks. It's does funny. she rip you for it? She just laughs. I told you the worst was one of the first times we went to Berlin, so we don't really know each other. We go to a beach, packed beach, getting up. We got these sun deck things. We're laying them out. Literally sit down, sun cream on. Bee comes right up to me. I stand up and honestly run across the other side of the beach <laughs> she must be like what the fuck am i doing with this guy <laughs> oh my god the difficulty is gonna be if you do like a picnic with her parents or something and that ha- you do not want to do that in front of the I'd, 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 I'd just oh, i'd be honest i'd say sorry guys but <laughs> can't do this yeah <laughs> let's go indoors uh, yeah I do, you want to say, do you want to eat indoors or outdoors in like a really indoors. scenic place uh, yeah indoors please <laughs> the only people in there <laughs> i had to just grin and bear it Round gems, you have barbecues outside. Just, yeah, but that's because try you, and forget about it. Head down. So you do focus that. On the food. You've got like this out, like this huge respect for her parents, where <laughs> you'll just sort of like do stuff if, even if you don't want to do it. Whereas me, I'm just like I would not do that with a bee. Yeah, and in, in fairness, I think your fear is bigger than mine. <laughs> I just yeah, I'd take it for the team. Of, okay, just look at the food. We've <laughs> talked for bees for it. a long time. Just to round up, my <laughs> biggest fear is if you yeah. have a drink like a coke or something. That happened to my, my next door neighbour. It happened to a family friend. Swo- swe- his tongue swelled up. Oh my God. <laughs> and like Louis was saying a couple of episodes ago, if you swallow that kind of thing, mm. if it gets stuck or is stinging you, that could be really bad. Can we change the topic? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about bees for about five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adam, are you scared of bees? No, oh, that's not going to shit. lad. <laughs> I used to, just finishing off, if there was a, a bee that came into my room when I was living at home, doesn't matter what, even when I was like 20, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, there's a wasp in my room. He used to be like, what the fuck am I? And I'm like, can you get rid of it? Simon has to come and get rid of it. Oh my. <laughs> Did he just open the window? Evan just... Doesn't work. More fly in. I wouldn't leave my windows open at home. There was a lot of bees about. Was that? Yeah. Uh, so you've never watched the bee movie, have you? 
No. You're never watching that. No. <laughs> Love Island. Good intro. Thanks. <laughs> it's huge, isn't it? It's a phenomenon. I feel very alone, but I suddenly feel like I've found some friends because the three of us in here don't watch Love Island. I've never seen an episode of Love Island. Have you ever been tempted? Ne- honestly, no. I've watched clips online, you know, when it's like on Twitter and it's like, Here he I've is. watched it. And I was like, number one, not funny. <laughs> number two, why would I watch it for 30 minutes? <laughs> but I, I, yeah, it's a huge hype. I think it's an hour actually, isn't it? I don't think I, it is mate, 30 I, minutes. I don't know. You know. I'll, ask my, I'll ask my mates. Our fucking oh, yeah. WhatsApp chat <laughs> is Love Island 2017. All they talk about, Love Island and football. Two things <laughs> yeah. I don't add into. But it doesn't make sense. Why does Love Island come into that? It's not like, oh yeah, men, yeah, yeah, footy, beer, eh. Love Island. Stormzy watches Love Island. He's no. tweeting all the time about Love Island. No. I promise you. Big Storms. So do you think Love Island's cool then? Because you, like we were saying at Ed Sheeran in the last episode about popularity, we can't doubt this is massive. It's very popular. So do you not think it's cool that it's like getting these massive views and like you don't want to watch it? What? <laughs> Where have you gone with that? You're like, what? So you're saying I don't want to watch it because it's popular? Almost, yeah. No, That's not, what you say about me, about a lot of things. Oh, you don't like it well, because it's not popular. at all. I'm into, I absolutely love Game of Thrones. It's probably the yeah. b- biggest TV show in the world. But you, Love Island is the biggest thing in Britain at the moment. Yeah, TV but show. I look at that as trash. <laughs> like, I'm, what? It's trash TV. I don't Let's watch trash TV. hope the producers t- aren't listening to <laughs> this. I don't watch trash TV. You're not getting an ITV2 but, show. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I don't watch trash TV. And that is, and everyone, you are, if someone's like, they say it like guilty. They're like, oh yeah, I do like it. It's, you know, my guilt watch. And I'm like, you yeah, can they say said you that, like um, it. It's fine. In the meeting yesterday, didn't they? We were talking about it on the way there. Yeah. And a stranger was like, yeah, I do like Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the secret that you're not allowed, you're not supposed to like it, but you do like it. Have you ever watched a show that's been that big? Everyone's talking about it and you've been like involved with it. I think for me, X Factor. Oh yeah, X Factor, Britain's Got Talent. Those sort of, when I was a bit younger, I was massively, I used to yeah. love Britain's Got Talent. Did I used you? to love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I think I used to, it's weird. I used to watch X Factor for a while. And then I went through like this rebellious period where I hated everything popular. And then I went, like me and Jem started watching it again like two years ago. All right. So yeah, back on it now. Casualty. Casualty. <laughs> like when I was young, when I was young. Holby City as well. Bill. No, I never Not watched Holby the Bill. City. I never watched the Bill ever. Really? Yeah, seriously. My mum and dad used to watch it. That's not the Bill, is it? Yeah, I think it is. I sound like Casualty. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Facebook used to be amazing. What used to be amazing? Facebook when oh. X Factor was on. Like back in the day when I was at school, there used to be so many arguments about it. It's amazing. <laughs> Did you have that as well on Facebook? I like don't remember. Debates. No, I don't remember. But you love Facebook. I used to. Not now. <laughs> I never use it now. I'm trying to think. I used to love The Apprentice. I feel like that was a huge show. Like yeah, yeah, When I say used to, I'm was... literally talking like six years ago. Yeah. Sad, I only got onto The Apprentice, like, I think, four seasons ago, or three seasons ago. So I didn't watch it in its heyday. Right. I swear, when it first came out, everyone was on it. Love Island, you've, there's a stat here from you, has hit a high of 2.2 million viewers for a single episode. It's a lot. And that's... Is, is that a lot? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, but it's like still, 10 o'clock, isn't it? I feel like how big it is, like everyone's talking about it, doesn't like X Faction that... Or doesn't British Bake Off... British Bake Off had like 10 million, didn't it? Yeah, but remember, this is excluding catch-up. So once you add catch-up into that, I, f- I think that's big figures. No, I'm just, I am find it interesting. And if, and if you put it into context, Big Brothers had to move their final episode 
so it doesn't coincide with Love Island because they're being trounced. You know, Big Brother used to be yeah. massive. This is like the new Big Brother, I think. I only ever watched one series of Big Brother. Yeah, I watched one. The one with Nikki and... Uh... Oh, Pete. Pete, yeah. Pete from Brighton and Anthony. They remember Anthony. Yeah, and... Oh. And there was one episode I remember where they had sex in the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that that series? I think that's Anthony that had sex in the hot tub. Was it? Yeah, and there was a guy called Eugene on there. Did you ever watch it live, Big Brother? You know the recording? You know when you flick through channels? So annoying when they say something they're not allowed to say and it's like birds tweeting. Like, oh, can you do so um, Can you do an impression of the guy? Because you're you know you know you can do a Geordie impression, can't you? <laughs> Which guy? Look, who does the time? Oh, go on. Okay. Marcus is entering the Big Brother house. Eight a.m. He is having some. He's a bit breakfast. higher pitch than that, isn't he? I yeah, can't do it, bit. but I'm just giving you. Feedback. You pointed at me at one point. And you're like, oh, he's got it. When you said house, I was like, oh, but then house. Yeah. That's Manchester, isn't it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Anyway. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. YouTube. Yeah. We've stopped doing the jingles. Are you, do you miss them or not? No. I don't miss them. Me neither. <laughs> I don't like embarrassing myself. <laughs> Imagine doing the jingle at Hello World. We probably should do that though. We could get them, we could get them to do a jingle. Hi guys, two hundred people just come up with a jingle at once. Go. Or we could tell them what to do, so we could like did 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 did, and then they do it. You haven't really done much live stuff with an audience, <laughs> have you? How did you guess? <laughs> so going quite serious. All right, this week mm-hmm. in YouTube chat, nepotism in YouTube. So nepotism is basically where you get opportunities afforded to you because it's like a family, you know, relatives doing something and they can help you out. Mm-hmm. For example, if you're in the film industry, which just happens a lot, and it's like your dad, uncle, whoever is a big producer, you've written a script, they'll get it in front of the right people for you, which a normal person wouldn't be able to get. Yeah. Do you think this is a big thing in YouTube? <laughs> I love the way you're asking that question. Do you think this is a big <laughs> yeah. thing in YouTube? <laughs> is it just family? Is, does nepotism come under just family or is it just from who you know? Who you know, I think it is like. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, in, in, I think it's more family, but I think who you know as well does in, come into it. Okay, I'm being boring answer, but in everyday life, it's life, isn't it? Whoever, it's all about who you know and yeah, that's who true. can open a door for you. And but I mean, it, it's just when you put it into context, like there's a lot of YouTubers out there whose siblings have gone on to do big things, not because of their yeah, you know, because their family, because they're actually in their own merit. But in other times, you do get like. Jake Paul and Logan Paul's mum is a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. That's strange, isn't it? And I watched a video and it was her twerking are with you, Tessa Brooks. 
Are you coming for Joe saying... No, of course. I'm not coming for <laughs> anyone. I'm, face I'm not coming for anyone. Then. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Wait, I'm well, joking. Calm down. <laughs> no, I was going to say, obviously, that is a good example of it where he probably would have got a load of followers because of her, but then he's built on that with his own stuff. Yeah. There's no problem with that. I think as long as you make the most of it, yeah. that's fine. It annoys me when nepotism is rife and the person who's benefiting from it does fuck all with it. That annoys me. How would you feel if now your sisters started YouTube channels? Would you be like heavily pushing that and be like... It's different. If my sisters were like, yo, I want to start a YouTube channel and I'm like, cool, I'll like, I can help you and stuff. But if they're like, I want to start a YouTube channel, can you promote me? I'd be like, that's weird. Or if they said, can we do a load of collabs? I, it's weird because my sisters wouldn't do that. No, I know they wouldn't. In a so it's weird. I'm trying situation. to think of them actually saying that. I'd just be a bit like, nah, I'll help you and stuff. And I want to see, because I don't just want to be the first video like, yo, let's do a collab. And then, you know, their channel just, they do nothing <laughs> with it. It's a bit like, well. Build, build up something first and then we'll. Collab. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I want to help. So I'll help them like teach them how to edit or like yeah. help them with. Yeah, the only reason I'm asking is because I was thinking about this the other day. If I was a YouTuber and I'd worked really hard for like three years with like not many subs and things like that, and then yeah, you make it and you have you know big following and all of that. And only then, if your say your brother or sister said, "Oh, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel now, help mm. me," that would really piss me off because it's like, well, you haven't struggled. Yeah, it's different though because I think my sister, I think my older sister Tash, she's like really really funny, and I think she could have a really funny because she moans about everything in a really <laughs> funny way and i think she'd have a really funny youtube channel so i've always thought like yo you'd be funny if you had a youtube channel and i also think if someone's do, if like they're in a job that they don't like and i'm like why well, can if it's i can not, help you do yeah. something that's more enjoyable than that then that is nice isn't it? you know i'd want to be able to do that but if people are just like begging if she's like oh get me some followers do this tag me i'd be like fuck off basically good answer thanks <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we recently got back from VidCon, mm -hmm. which is a convention for YouTubers and like social stars. And it's where fans get to meet them. And you know, there's lots of stuff going on. And it's a cool event. It's, a, it's massive. It's like, what, 20,000 people go? Yeah. So huge. when you think about it, they're going, it's like $100 a ticket, something like that. Off the I think top of my more, head. I think $150 a ticket. Maybe. Okay, so that's... Yeah, that's a lot of that's, money. Yeah, I think some go more expensive than that. And on top of that, you've got industry things where you can pay for tickets as well mm -hmm. and creator tickets. So there's a lot of streams of revenue there. Something quite interesting is that YouTubers don't get paid to go to VidCon, right? Yeah, they don't. What do you think about that? That seems... I find it I find it really interesting talking point because for so long, how a lot of these events started was just like meetups in a park and then they turned into these huge conventions what they are now that are making a lot of money in terms of revenue streams different revenue streams not necessarily a lot of profits here and there i can't delve into that but i just find it interesting that the reason vidcon is a little different because it's it has a huge business element to it now and it's great for businesses to go and connect and blah blah but it's still a huge part of it is they're selling tickets based on people meeting youtubers so it's like this convention is selling tickets with headline YouTubers. People are paying for those tickets to meet those YouTubers. Think of it as a festival, right? Someone's headlining a festival. You're paying to go and see those people at the festival. That festival is paying everybody at that festival to perform because it's like yeah. a performance. It's their job. They're playing in front of a crowd. So I think it's weird to compare it to that. Like if you compare YouTube like a festival 
So you think YouTube should be paid then to go to VidCon? I'm not saying they should be paid because I've gone to VidCon five years and I haven't been paid. Like, I do think it's weird. Yeah, I guess it's incentivized in the sense that with the business element to it, I guess, it's like, well, you benefit from this as much as like... Yeah, I mean, it's great. Of course, like meeting fans and stuff, that's always what VidCon has been about from the beginning. And that's always what it's going to be about. And you're still going to do that. And it's really nice to do that. But it's just like... It's a weird thing as well because people are like, oh, should you be getting paid to meet your fans? But it's like, it's not necessarily being paid to meet your fans. It's they're building up this huge brand off of the people. Well, if, if someone's making a lot of money from it, then surely that should be shared with the people who are bringing the fans to the event. Yeah. Right? That I, makes, this, yeah, that's, it's makes just, sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a really interesting topic. With Summer in the City, do they pay for people to go? No, I mean, I haven't been Summer in the City for a few years, but never... I've never been paid by any event to go to really? to a meeting group. Never. So who is making the profit? Who is making the money then? The organisers. <laughs> I don't know. I I can't sit here and say it because I don't have the accounting books in front of me. And do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. They might be making a loss for all I know. But yeah. And they, in, and in which case, if it was that case, then I completely get it. If it's purely just for fans, and it's like we're giving something back, we're not making any money. I think Glastonbury is very similar. They don't make much money from it, so that's why they can't offer the huge like fees that other festivals do. Apparently, Guns N' Roses weren't booked because they wanted too much money. Yeah. So I kind of get that. If you're not making huge, like, margins, then fair enough almost. But if they are, it gets It's, a bit it's weird, isn't yeah, it? It's just, it's just weird. because It's a strange principle. Yeah. That's all I, and I, I only compare it to music festivals. Yeah. And I'm like, would they play without a fee? No, <laughs> it's the answer. Um, do you think it will ever turn into people refusing to go because they're not being paid? I think people have tried to boycott it before, come together and being like, we should be getting paid for this, let's not go. And I think they were just like, cool, don't come then. It's going to be difficult for them because they have so many creators going. Well, How do you decide who gets what? Well, yeah, you these have to things, do an algorithm, yeah, I guess, these thi- followers. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's also annoyed me a bit when like I've got friends who have like over a mil subs and they wouldn't even give them a pass for free. Like they're like, you have to pay for a pass. I'm like, are you fucking joking? Like, wow. What? Yeah, that's quite bad. The, the problem is if YouTubers were being paid, maybe fans wouldn't get the experience they do at the moment where there's so many there because they can't afford everyone. It wouldn't be as many top line talent. Like when you're doing your signing, mm. you had you, Dan and Phil one side, mm. David Dobrik on the other side. Yeah. Maybe in the future, it would just be one of those. It wouldn't be I don't know. There. You've got to think like the amount of money. Because they're not going to come cheap, are they? No, but the amount of money that these events generate from revenue, sponsor, uh, from sponsorships, not from revenue, the amount of revenue they generate from sponsorships as well. YouTube's got money to throw around, haven't they? YouTube's one of their biggest sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not struggling, are they? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I, it'd be interesting. I'd like to know what other people think. It's the first time we've ever talked about it. But I mean, I, I still go to these events not being paid. But, so so that's not going to change in the future then? Well, with Hello World. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I'm just saying we're going to change things with Hello World. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that then. Yeah. I think this might be my favourite big question ever. So, I mean, there's been 32 so far and this might be my favourite. So, headline. Vegan cafe owners rage at complaints about their butt-naked baby running around the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, sorry, the vegan owners complained. Yeah. Oh, okay. So one uh, woman decided to complain about the owner's kids, and then the company publicly shamed her on Twitter. So it's a vegan cafe in Memphis, Tennessee. Right. And basically this woman was a regular customer, but she had a recent experience that she didn't like. <laughs> and she wrote the reviews really funny. Oh, it's, a, it's a really long review, but the gist of it is... She was having her, her lunch, and then um, there was a baby running around naked, like 12 months old, and <laughs> was on the table and like bent over. So oh, the woman saw shit. the baby's bum hole and said it wasn't a very pleasant experience. Um, and then they replied saying, so listen to this. I'm about to start calling out names and pictures of people who leave us bad reviews, especially when it deals with our children. You will no longer be allowed to come and dine with us especially when you lie about our babies. And then, these are my children she was talking about. She's complaining about our five-year-old coming over and talking to her and our 21-month-old. I understand your point, but if you're uncomfortable with a naked baby, then do not come to our restaurant. Periodically, she will not have a diaper on, and that is life. First off, what do you think about that? If you were having lunch at a family-run place and a baby's on the table... and With its bends shitty bumhole in my face. Bends over and there's a bit of poo in there, yeah. Yeah, I'd think... That's not exactly very pleasant, is it? Would you leave a bad view? Would you say anything? I think I'd probably just be like, "What the? F- what's going on here, guys? Like, can you like look after your baby? Especially if it's got poo on its bum. I'd be like, <laughs> it needs some help. It needs some assistance. But, you know, I'm not going to hate. There's nothing the baby can do. But I do feel like that it's a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the well, fuck? It's a cafe. But okay, you're serving cafe. Food. You're serving food, and you've probably got feces. All over those yeah, tables. Yeah, it's weird. I'm sorry. I'm standing with that. I feel sorry for that woman. Like It's harsh calling out the woman and saying the name and all of that. Yeah, I also don't have a baby and I know how hard it is to have kids. And of course, but like... <laughs> <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? Like running around naked. Yeah, that again, that's like, all right, he's, he's playing about a bit. And you'd be like, all right, come back here and like sort it out. But like letting it climb on other people's tables whilst they're eating and being like, oh, where's my bum? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a knife and fork tucking into and something just like, and then oh. directly in front of her. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want that black bean burrito now. <laughs> so my question to you is, when have you felt most uncomfortable in a restaurant oh. or like eating experience? <sighs> Most uncomfortable experience in a restaurant. Or just, just eating, like eating in general, like but in public. Do you have an answer to this question? I honestly don't have anything. I can't have, I don't have an answer for this one, guys, just because I've been put on the spot. <laughs> but Matt has an answer for both of us. Yeah, so I have an answer, quite a good one. So last year, we went to this cafe near where Marcus lives. And basically, we were tucking into lunch and next to us, there was uh, two Australian girls that came sat and they were just chatting and stuff. And then I can't remember how I started doing it, but I like spoke in like an Australian accent and I did it too loud and they heard <laughs> and they just like looked over and thought I was like mocking them. But I wasn't. I was just like, yeah, why are we doing that? No, but you know, when you like pick up on people's like traits and stuff. Well, yeah. They were next yeah to if, us. You're, if you're like hanging out with someone for a year or something, not just, oh, I've heard them Australian. Oh, I'm suddenly Australian. <laughs> but I just, I felt very, very uncomfortable. After I did that and I realised they looked over, I was like, oh, let's go. Like, that's awkward. Yeah. But that was my one. And you were annoyed at me for like doing it. It was I just a bit old. I wasn't annoyed at you. I was just like, that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were associated with me because you were there as well. And, and it's just awkward. <laughs> 
And that rounds up this episode of Lower Your Expectations. So thank you very much for listening, guys. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, give it a five-star review and leave us nice comments everywhere. Make sure you share it around and we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. 